Pancakes and joining me tonight on the stack, I have the hockey hitman Eden Bun England. And you can find Eden as part of the New Wave Pro Tag Team Champs, um, Old Wrestling, and on October 15th on IWTV as part of the Paradigm Fourth Anniversary Doubleheader, among countless others. Please welcome Eden Bun England. Hi. Uh, sorry, I've just got to finish this. I'm sorry. Is that, is that pancake? It's not just one pancake, well. I thought I'd be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> you brought stacks of pancakes to the stack. Yeah. You deserve there. them. Do you want some? Should I send them through? They might be I cold would, by the time they get there. I would love them. But yeah, I think that um, since teleportation hasn't really been invented yet, we're going to have to pass on those tonight. But um, if I'm ever in the same place as you, we should absolutely go get pancakes sometime be because awesome. now I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> I put, sorry, now I started eating them now. I can't. <laughs> you can't stop. Are you just oh. eating them dry? Um, yes, but I do prefer them with syrup, but I mean, Sid you... brought them in and didn't bring syrup. So Wow. Sid didn't like, bring you syrup? No. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's not like torture because eating pancakes without syrup is not torture, but you know, it's just like yeah. positive, negative. I mean, anyway, they're, they're, they'll be better with syrup. Yeah. It, Sid, if you're watching, bring Eden some syrup. Yeah, Sid. I'll just start shouting. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> just, I mean, do your thing. <laughs> don't, don't suffer through pancakes without syrup. No, no, no. Sid, bring bring the syrup. I like. Do you have like? Sometimes I dunk. Like that might yes. be a better with, like with the sheer like, amount the, of dunking. Yeah, I know. I need like a whole mug full of syrup, just like. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't believe that that they didn't bring you didn't bring you syrup. I know. I'm gonna have to text him. Yeah. But he's like just in the other room, but it's one of those things where, in this day and age, 
you know, you get a better response from the yeah. internet than the. We'll see. We'll see if the syrup arrives. We we don't want Sid to get canceled for not bringing you syrup. So it is a cancel worthy offense. So you know, hopefully he'll forcing he'll someone redeem to eat himself. Pancakes. Yeah. I can't have that on the stack. That's all right. I think we'll sort it. Sort it soon enough. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Um, I was really excited to have you on. Um, I like every time I've ever seen you like on anything on IWTV, like you just have such like a cool vibe about you. And I really just enjoy you on Twitter. And I haven't had a chance to see you in person yet, but I really hope that I can change that sooner rather than One day later. we'll meet. <laughs> oh, and won't it be, like, I'll be excited. I will also I mean, be excited. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, jumping into things, what was a young Edenbon England like? So, I was a massive nerd. Uh, not surprising given where I'm at now, but uh, <laughs> books, 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 and more books. Um, and enjoyed, I liked school at the time. Got, got relentlessly bullied, but I, I did enjoy it. Uh, yeah, and... Dressing up as, so we had like World Book Day and a lot of people, I don't know, do they have that here? Do you have like, it's I called World that, Book Day, but. I don't think that I ever <laughs> had that, but A, I'm guessing I'm older than you. B, I'm from a really small town in a really small school, so who knows? Yeah, like it was basically a day where you all came in dressed as your favorite book character. Um, and I came in as Gandalf and my sister came in as Legolas and I had a big staff with me and a big beard on and like I got the award for like the best costume and was there in assembly like you shall not pass in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did you get um, like oh I'm sorry did you get like an award? I think I got a book voucher which I don't know if I, again <laughs> it was just a voucher uh, like amount of money that you could only spend at a bookstore so oh that's awesome though yeah um yeah that and uh i do a lot of drama things with my with my grandma so she was yeah she she directed plays and uh was in the pan also british was here but we have pantomimes in the uk <laughs> um, um i like community theater type stuff kind like of it's like specifically at Christmas time and oh like Christmas it, plays yeah yeah like it would be like Cinderella and things but you have like oh. moments like shouting out and like interactive kind of with the audience a bit so oh yeah. so she would do those and I would be part my, of them sometimes and watch them my entire knowledge of like um UK words is probably a little bit better than some just because i watch a lot of doctor who nice and sherlock nice so and the great british baking show <laughs> it's called the great british baker <laughs> here on netflix it's called the great british baking show and i don't know if you watched but i've watched the last two episodes and what <laughs> i'm that poor lady's rocking horse I'm not up to date with the the, the latest <gasps> season, so oh. but now now I'm invested. I'm gonna find out the yeah the rocking horse situation. I'm guessing. She, yeah. So there's only two episodes, and they release them on Fridays. So I hate that. I hate that I have to wait. I just want to watch it all right now. 
Yeah, I know. Why is this going back to like television where it comes out every week? So, right. I was like, <laughs> it's like Loki. Loki did the same thing, and I was like, I don't want to wait. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, what is this? Is it primitive? Is it 1999? I'm a bit perplexed. <laughs> Give me all the content now. I need to binge it. Right? That's what the internet's for. Exactly. So, so yeah. well, <laughs> I was just going to say, I've watched a lot of the Great British Bake Off. Um, but like Sid, Sid would often put it on like to go to sleep. So we've watched the series and then he'd like replay it. Um, in the background because you can't sleep without sound and uh, and so I've like developed whereas I find it easier to sleep when there's no noise so I've developed like this like low level like like annoyance with it which is not the, not nothing about the show but just because it's been on so much and I'm trying to sleep and I'm like Paul Hollywood's talking about bread and I'm like I just want to <laughs> having carb dreams yeah <laughs> I'm a, I'm a sleeper with sound, and I have fallen asleep to Great British Bake Off numerous times. It's pretty soothing. It's, just... it's got good background music. There's never too much stress. Even when they're stressing, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely like a comfort show for me where I'm like, I know I've seen this 17 times, but let's go for number 18. <laughs> so how did you decide to pursue wrestling going from like book world? So I, I have dyspraxia, which is like a motor coordinate, coordination thing. It's, it's something that as you practice more sports and stuff, it, it gets easier. So I was terrible at sports as a kid. And then I started playing, but I would keep trying. Like I, <laughs> I was kind of one of those kids at school that like wants to do the sports, but um, it just doesn't do very well. I got a medal once for falling over in a race and still still going to the end of it. Um, <laughs> so um, as time went by, I did more sport and I picked up ice hockey um, and played some hockey and rugby as well at school uh, and then at university. And having done drama before, I was like kind of both sides of wrestling were, were, were there without me knowing it. Um, and then basically I went to an Eve show in the UK. I'd never seen wrestling before. I went, I loved the people there. I loved the performances and I just decided I had to do it. So um, yeah, pro wrestling Eve was like my reason. <laughs> I would never have discovered it if I hadn't gone to that show, so. So did you train um, over in the UK then? Yeah, so I, um, I started training in the UK. Um, I went to a, an Eve training session and then I looked for places that were like a bit closer to me, like emailed around um, and trained there. Trained at a couple of places, so UBW, Ultimate British Wrestling, um, and at Hustle Wrestling in London. So, yeah. What were some of the best things you learned while training? Like what has like come with you this whole way? So I think when, when you're wrestling, like there's a lot of things you have to think about a lot of like movement. And, and so for me, it's really being able to like lift, like as stupid as it is, like just being able to like lift people and throw them about, like it's something you don't learn 
to do at all so it's like even the basics are just some of the best things that you you find I think I, I learned to handstand while I wrestled I could never do that as a kid or cartwheel Actually, I think that's my favorite thing even though it's like tiny it's like I as I said I was one of those people that wanted to do the things but couldn't do them so eventually learned like eventually cartwheeling I was like there's a video I think Sid posted on Instagram a long time ago of me going, like going ah, after I managed it um so yeah I think I think the favorites has really been like the the basics and, and getting to those because then everything is contextual after that really so what made you go what made you come here like to America <laughs> is that where we are <laughs> um unfortunately <yeah>. Cleveland um so I am a scientist by day. I have a PhD uh, in medical physics. I have not medical physics, medical science. I did my undergraduate degree in physics and I met my wonderful supervisor over in the UK. And at a conference, he was talking about Ultron and Voltron. Well, he was talking about Voltron but he's talking about generally superheroes he's talking about how his uh lab all put together like voltron uh and basically was also talking about like other wrestling like wrestling stuff and making references and i was like he's so cool ah ha ha ha, ha mom i'm gonna move to cleveland uh and then we chatted afterwards and yeah <laughs> the rest is history <laughs> and then you did yeah um <laughs> so yeah, we moved in January this year, so it's been about like eight, eight months. I, don't, I can't oh. do time now, but yeah, so not been here. Been here over eight. a half a year now, but not that long. Yeah, you've been here um, approximately 10 months, so yeah. I'm very new to yeah. <laughs> the area, but yeah. like really, like really tearing up the place because you're already tag team champion somewhere and yeah. I've seen you on like four or five different promotions that I know of so like that's awesome that like you're making your mark here and, and doing it so quickly but you landed in a really good place because there is a lot of wrestling in yeah, that there's, area there's so much stuff in in Cleveland and in Ohio and the Midwest has just got so much wrestling um I think I think technically if we were down in sort of Cincinnati or the Cincy area then that would be like the closest to like the most things at once because <laughs> that that like that's just incredible place to be at the conjunction of everything but yeah we're still super close to everything which has made it really easy to go to new places and introduce ourselves and do seminars and uh meet people so yeah it's been really fun. And so like i'm like i definitely thought that you were probably here before that i just didn't know who you were because I'm still sort of new and especially places I've never been, but like, that's so surprising to me because it seems like you've been here. It feels like you've been here forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. I think people kind of, kind of, they see us wrestle um, and they sort of like, why they're sort of like, why don't I, you're like, you're at a level where, why don't I know you already? But I guess you just appeared, but like, you're already kind of, most of the way there in terms of the presentation and the, the but you know you've got a lot going but you're not but I didn't know you and it's just because yeah we've <laughs> we've, we've come across <laughs> the Atlantic 
um i think the other thing people think the, constantly think the british thing is a gimmick um <laughs> which is just so funny to me um because i'll be talking for like 20 minutes and then they're like Oh, so you're actually from the UK then. They like can't work out whether I just put, I, I don't even know how to put this accent on. It's like not any, it's very middle to North Britain accent. So it's a, yeah, it would be a strange choice if I was putting this one on. But <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I wasn't sure if it was <laughs> a gimmick real, accent yeah, yeah. or real. So. But then I think I saw something like really not even that long ago that you had posted and I was like, oh no, no, I think it's, I think it's legit. But then yeah. I'm like, but what if it's not? Because that's go either <laughs> way. Yeah, I know, I know. Some people just have a huge, a big commitment to the gimmick. No, it's uh, <laughs> very much born and, born and bred in the UK, only in the neighborhood for a little bit. So, yeah. So anybody out there, if you're wondering. I am British. <laughs> Eden is for real British. <laughs> I've got to say, um, it was, it's Tuesday, okay. isn't it? That's what, yeah. that's what the F1 gets me to say. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, came over here, started just wrestling everywhere, apparently. Um, do I need to call you Dr. Von England? Technically, yeah. So I mean, that's... that kind of sounds like an evil villain name. <laughs> it really does. I should, you know, lean into it, become the, the mad scientist I was truly, truly made to be. But, um, I mean, yeah. maybe. <laughs> it's like, you know, if if Brit's making being a dentist her gimmick, then, you know, I should, I should be flaunting it, but... Dr. Von Ingler. Worked, worked hard for that PhD, you know. Right? <laughs> I absolutely think that you could probably beat up Brett Baker. Just saying. Mm, I know, I know. It's 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 up there with matches that need to happen. But I haven't got like a sign for my PhD. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, speaking of matches that need to happen, your match on October... 15th against and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you against friend of the stack and the bald monkeys Shay McCoy yeah. I was like oh my two hockey people are gonna beat each other up yeah I was really yeah. excited about it that is a dream match in my head so it absolutely was for me as well coming over I was like this is one of the matches that I definitely want to have in the US so I'm really really excited that it's happening really really um excited for that I think we've both got kind of brawler style I've got the I've got I've got a size advantage on <laughs> on Molly so we'll see, see what she can sorry Shay what they can pull out um and yeah Shay's very cool um but we have to decide once and for all what the uh which is the superior hockey and it's gonna be it's gonna be really good yeah i think i mean really i think me just as a fan really wins on that um i was really excited that we were able to sponsor that match especially because i was going to interview you anyway and i had already interviewed jay and i was like yeah. like we were all really pumped about it 
um, the two guys, big hockey people. So <laughs> it was just like, it was just a really good fit for all people, like all parties involved on that one. So awesome. I'm super excited. I will be watching that live, obviously. Um, I literally don't have anything else to do, but I would watch <laughs> it anyway. Yeah, I'm super, super hyped. I'm excited that it's going to be live on IWTV. So who has had the most influence on you both in and out of wrestling? I think Sid's up there only because he's come through with me and helped me during my training. Um, and we spend so much time watching wrestling together and talking about things. Now, like with us tagging and everything, it's very much like we spend a lot of time thinking about wrestling together. Um, that's so cute that that's a couple's activity. It is. It's adorable. But yeah, it's um in terms of yeah, in terms of other influences for me, like I have watched a lot of people in wrestling like Bill Nakano and Jazz and people who defied stereotypes of their time. Um and just wanted to come out into the ring and beat people up regardless of who they were so they they're people that I always look back to for inspiration um, with matches um, and yeah one of my biggest um outside of wrestling is probably my grandma who's passed away but she mm. she went a lot to me so oh, I'm sorry to hear that okay. I don't want you to cry Sorry, I'll comfort eat the rest of these pancakes. The syrup's arrived. Yay! Sid Woo! brought you syrup. Syrup. Oh, you can't see it because of the scene. I think I like I can I can make out it looks like how I look at things when I don't have my glasses on. Yeah. Where I can only see shapes and colors. <laughs> and, and I can absolutely work out that that is a shape and color of syrup. And now we don't have to cancel Sid, so win win. Yeah, exactly. He's redeemed himself. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna get cancelled. He's not even doing anything. And then he made the pancakes <laughs> in the first place as well. <laughs> I'm still here complaining. <laughs> um. So, what are you like looking to, like, what are your future plans and dreams like within wrestling? Like, what keeps you motivated to keep going? For me, my my favorite thing is it's just being able to engage the crowd and get the um excitement of, of a match behind you like to to really get people invested in wanting to see me fight and so to me i just i just want to wrestle in front of more and more people and that's really my my main goal because i know that to do that i need to get better to engage people more i just have to keep getting better and that if it's not always my goal to wrestle in front of more people, then I'm always going to be kind of heading upwards in terms of promotions and eyes on me and stuff. I I try and use that as a goal rather than specific promotions, just because I don't have a lot of control over who decides to like who at which time of day on <laughs> who you see and when they see you. But um, I do want, I would like an opportunity to wrestle on for a, for a major company, but uh, I think AEW would be a better fit given my 
career on the <laughs> sit on the side my my scientific um interest too but um really just looking for as many opportunities as possible so i can keep improving and entertaining so how so you've been here for a little less than a year yeah um how long have you been wrestling total so i uh, it's like it's a hard one because i was at one promotion debuted very quickly had a very so i was doing very simple stuff um in terms of my moveset and um kind of yeah like <laughs> it was i would go out and have the same kind of match every time i didn't have that many and it so, so i sort of had like six matches in my first year and then it was like half a year where i sort of retrained or like learned a lot more stuff and then it was then we came here so i don't know it's like i'm like i'm about two and a bit years in so wow. it's hard for me to keep track because as i say well, gimmick gimmick changes and country changes and covid it's like hard to yeah like for like honestly like for really starting your wrestling journey you know two two and a half years ago and having to go through you know figuring out who you were what your style is all that stuff and then you know covid and then you moved here and now you're wrestling on like a whole bunch of indies here like all the time like it feels like it was just like such a fast progression like it's it really awesome. accelerated here. I think I wrestled more matches here than I did in the UK. Um, so in the last few months. So yeah, it's, um, it's been quick, but I'm enjoying it. So that's the main thing. Yeah, it's, it's the only, the only downside is it's pretty exhausting, but um, it's worth it because I enjoy it, but yeah. I was gonna say, I think you're somewhere like every weekend. Yes, yeah, it's well, we're pretty much two places at least every weekend. Uh, sometimes three, so we've got two this weekend. Um, we're at War in Lima, Ohio. I've got a really cool tag match planned up there, um, and then Old in uh, in Detroit. So that's gonna be really fun. I want to go to an old show so badly. You need I to. love it. <laughs> the, like the whole gimmick is great. Um, I've been going to local stuff here since 2012 and probably within the first year, year and a half of me going to shows here, um, I saw Marion Fontaine and instantly like love it. Like love the gimmick, love the wrestling, love his style, like just perfect. And I love old wrestling so much. I love, like, I watch it all the time, like, on IWTV. Like, there's just so many, like, great talents doing things that are a little different than what they normally do. And it just all, like, I'm I'm a nerd, and it just works for me. <laughs> yeah, like, I love uh, I love getting the tennis racket out uh, <laughs> and just whacking people with that instead. It's great. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm trying to update my outfit a little bit, so I've got something a bit more comfortable, but still still on on brand but yeah so uh, just 
great idea great great creative promotion and that people as you say people get to do something a bit different you see really really talented people just getting to not have to do the same thing i guess as we're kind of saying you can in wrestling you can end up doing a lot of the same thing because it's your character it's your moveset and etc but it's really nice to go to old and be able to kind of mix it up i so i went to um a bunch of indie shows wrestlemania weekend and one of the shows I went to was like an IWTV like showcase show mm. and they had like a, an old match on it that was Will Wrestle and Hugo Lexington Black and one of the just most like most entertaining and funniest things I've ever seen and I'm like I need to see old so bad. <laughs> you do? Where are you, where are you based again? I live in Omaha, Nebraska. It's terrible. Bit of a distance. A little bit. I'm hoping like I'm I've been traveling a lot to go to shows and stuff this past year mm. I traveled more during the pandemic than I have in the past Before, years yeah. of my life <laughs> put together see it's a good, I mean, a good 12 months you know right it's like, let's right go thing. yeah exactly <laughs> where we're at, where we're at. <laughs> right I'm like yeah. I haven't caught COVID yet um so I'm pretty excited about that I've, I've, oh, getting <laughs> about, I'm pretty excited oh, about not getting COVID. Yeah. Um, I am fully vaccinated, but, um, with, especially with all the traveling, especially before the vaccination yeah. and going to large events with lots of people, like, I don't quite know how I've managed to not get COVID, but if the people around you are being sensible and wearing masks and stuff, it's a bit easier. We definitely, well, I think we had it in the UK but it wasn't a point where they were testing people. So we had very sick fever, everything else, but unless you went to hospital at that point, you weren't being tested for it. Um, it's, yeah, like there's a thing when you have a high fever, like several months later, your hair will like basically fall out. So that was, I was like, yeah, this, I was like a few months later, I was like, oh yeah, this is probably, <laughs> this is probably COVID. <laughs> not the usual response so yeah um, so like how was it because you know you, you said you came here in January yeah how was it going from the UK where I'm pretty sure everybody was in like full lockdown not doing anything to here where it was kind of like hey like yeah people party. were complaining here about the restrictions <laughs> and it was like this is nothing like in the UK you couldn't meet anyone from a different household like you could only meet one person outside, but at some point they even like restricted that. So there's a lot of people just can't see any family, anything for such a long time that coming here, it was kind of, it was cool because we suddenly got to go out and do things again. <laughs> we got to get, like get restaurant food or um, go and get a drink somewhere. Like a, we've gotten a bit obsessed with breweries since we got over here, but um yeah so it was just really weird i think especially in the in the training scenario where it was sid and i had only been able to work each like train with each other for like six months or more we bought like a crash mat for our back garden the couple of sessions that we had at a wrestling school we had to just be with each other so we would like very yeah that crash mat was great fun like we need to buy another one and <laughs> just suplex <laughs> each other in the garden but um 
yeah, it was very strange to suddenly go into a room full of 20 people and throw other people around instead. It's like, I've forgotten how to lift anyone that isn't exactly this height and uh, <laughs> shape. <laughs> yeah, I just all of a sudden was like, in my head, I just assumed that you and Sid just throw each other around all the time. Like, it's just always, it's always wrestling practice at the Von England household. It pretty much is. <laughs> it's just like you walk through the house and suddenly there's a hold on you and you're like, okay. <laughs> like, I love that. C-flexes onto the kitchen floor or anything, but, uh, yeah. They have to be directed towards the bed. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Obviously. Um, I know I saw on Twitter within the past couple of days, people did not know that you and Sid were a married couple. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that I don't people... know why it was really funny to me. <laughs> because people will say, oh, how are you and your brother? <laughs> and it's just, um, yeah. <laughs> we used to, in the UK, when we first, first started doing this, these characters, we'd like, we'd, we'd make out during our entrance. So it's like, very strange to me that within obviously those people haven't seen those matches otherwise maybe they didn't know but um yeah it's funny when it's workers as well that don't know I think that's when it's wrestlers like that's even funnier because we obviously we arrive together we spend loads of time together we're talking at the shows and stuff and people are still like oh these two I don't know we don't people seem to say we look alike I don't think we look alike but I mean, I wouldn't say that you look alike necessarily, but I would say that you do kind of look similar enough. Yeah. That like that you could pull possible. off a yeah, sibling exactly. gimmick. But yeah, like the thing is in the UK we were trying to be like like we were actually being explicitly uh unclear about our relationship. But here where we've been like, oh, we're definitely married and people are more confused. <laughs> So um, for everyone that might be watching that was questioning the relationship between Eden and Sid, they are indeed a married couple. They are. <laughs> so like, don't be weird it's about it. It's the only it. reason he can be here, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, so I know that you said that you're a scientist outside of the ring. Um, so what keeps you like what are like what keeps you motivated to keep doing science things and being Dr. Von England? So I work in my my PhD was in cancer research. So it's very much that was very, very close to patients in terms of not working directly with them, but their data, their samples, like you're you're right next, you know, right next to the clinic in that sense, um, really trying to understand how their diseases work, how they respond to certain treatments, how we can tell how a patient will do and understand why they, like, why their disease went a certain way. Um, so part of it is that, is being able to change, change the future, I guess, so for people make things better for um, patients, for the general community, but it's also, I am also a massive nerd. So there's also an element of just, 
um, really loving to solve new problems and understand things in new ways. And people don't quite realize it, but science is quite a creative discipline in the sense of you have to come up with new questions, you have to solve things in your own way. There's no one telling you day to day, you have to do this, you have to do that. There's no there's no schedule other than kind of answering a new question. And the way that you go about that is really up to you. Um, so I work on modeling evolution. By that, I mean, I model cells and how they develop and change over time, um, how things like cancer develop and how certain genetic mutations can make it happen quicker, how certain conditions can make it happen quicker, or how, um, or slower. And, and then the idea is about kind of adding treatments in a certain way to control that evolution, so to control people's tumors or control um, resistance to a drug, so stop patients having untreatable diseases is then so yeah it's a lot of thinking a lot of coding i spend a lot of time on the computer um but i have an extremely friendly extremely passionate lab that i'm part of they really uh one of the reasons that i really enjoy this i didn't enjoy my phd anywhere near, near as much as i enjoy the work I do now and it's about having that supportive environment um, and I once said that I wanted to wrestle I think I said I wanted to wrestle in everyone's home state and they all were worried for a very short amount of time that I was saying that I wanted to wrestle them all and they were all like no no <laughs> we can't fight you <laughs> it's like just, and you're like I'm not asking all the states. <laughs> I'm telling you I'm fighting you <laughs> I think they're all a bit scared of me but I mean, fair. <laughs> that I didn't was... bring the hockey stick in, though, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, maybe you should just want should... to know you're serious. Just, yeah, just stick the belt on. We'll walk in with the hockey stick. Oh, yeah. There you go. You could wear your tag belt. This yeah. is part of your general outfit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm underground be... women's champion, too, so I've got two belts right now. So, oh, so you're eating two belts. Yeah. I... I was nearly three, but I uh, lost my, my XVW Women's Championship belt in an ODQ five-way match. So I got put through a table. Stuff happens. So. <laughs> yeah. But one day I I'll get, be free, I'm sure. Yeah, I get put through a table on the daily. So <laughs> I get it. It's fine. Yeah, I know. Just casual, you know, as it happens. <laughs> sometimes you do and sometimes you don't, you know. Sometimes you're putting people. Days, so. <laughs> sometimes you're going through the table. Sometimes you're putting somebody yeah. through a table. Exactly. Anything can happen. Yeah. It's wrestling, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, what has been your greatest achievement in wrestling so far? And that can be like whatever that means to you. If it's like a specific title mm -hmm. or some match or opponent that you've had or the friends you've made along the way, like whatever that means to you. <laughs> The the new wave tag belts probably one of my biggest accomplishments. I think um, very proud of of achieving that. Partly because it's with Sid, um, we've worked together as a team 
for a while it's really neat, nice to see that starting to pay off um it was incredibly important to me as well that it was it was just a tag match is just the tag belts there isn't intergender attached to it we we held our own i, I don't know if you've, have you seen that match it's very good we enjoyed it a lot um if I do say so myself, but yeah, no, <laughs> it was just really, um, really fun to be part of that um, and to fight in that match. And I think it's it, when Sid and I are spending so much time together and we're going to, we travel together because I have the car and I can drive. Um, and so Sid has to come to everything that I do um and vice versa so it's just nice when we're doing some things together and we're, we're we're kind of building what we want to i think i not everywhere will book us as a tag team just against any other tag team um so i think being able to do that and being able to come out of that match um as champions is just really like big good moment for us and you beat the Tart Foundation, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. With with former stat guest Mr. Matt Brannigan. Yes, Matt Brannigan and Aaron Atlas. <laughs> yes, they did a very they did a very good job of uh, trying to keep those belts. But yeah, we we uh we we got the win at the end. So. And I do think that's up on IWTV if it anybody is, is it interested. Is. So what is the greatest obstacle that you've overcome in wrestling? Um, it's either my ADHD, my dyspraxia or, or gender barriers. <laughs> um, I think I am very distractible and don't have the best memory in the world and the coordination things I mentioned have meant that like really it's just overcoming like things in myself whether that's partly communicating with people more effectively to be able to work with people um, in training and everything being able to um, kind of get my body to do what I want it to do um, and to kind of be up there and be confident in what I'm doing um, and the, the moves that I'm trying to put on or do or uh, give. Um, I think I did have an issue with confidence before I came over to the US. So as much as I can um, appear fairly confident now, uh, I had a lot of doubt around and nervousness going into matches that I thankfully don't have as much of now. They're much more enjoyable for me to be doing. I did enjoy it in the first place, but I think I'm glad to be at a point where I'm not um, not scared of going out there. Um, I'm just trying to win. Um, so yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I know that you talked about your like especially with the gender barrier yeah as far as like you and Sid being in a, an intergender intergender tag team yeah and it's cool that new wave pro 
is you know giving you that opportunity to like showcase that as well as you know giving you title opportunities and winning those titles and um like that you can continue on i think that i personally i love intergender wrestling i think it's great um and i think it's getting more and more accepted at least on the indies here at least ones that i pay attention to so yeah yeah i think like i like it's hard because as i said not everyone will book it not everyone even you know even though i'm as tall as a lot of the men on the roster i'm as heavy as many of the men on the roster like i'm not i'm not six foot and really wide but i'm i'm not small by any means and i think it's sad sometimes that we can't necessarily go and do the same matches or face the same opponents in some situations that we'd want to or that sometimes the gender stuff becomes like a bigger part of the match than than um i'd like so some you know sometimes fans or people are funny about uh those kind of matches where i might be wrestling a guy and i just want to wrestle like and i identify as non-binary so i just don't want to be falling into any tropes and things i just want we just want to wrestle the best people out there and uh have the best matches that we can have um so the more we get to do that the more other people will trust that we can do that in the ring um and hopefully it'll just keep happening well i i mean you're being booked so many places already i hope that you especially you and sid as as an intergender tag team do get more opportunities to go more places because i i personally like i said for me like i just personally really like it so I just want to see it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just wanna, just wanna see all the coolest wrestlers doing their thing. I, I, I just wanna see all my favorite wrestlers beat up all my other favorite wrestlers, yeah. and I don't care if, Who, it, yeah, if they're exactly. if they're a man or a woman or non-binary. Yeah. Don't care about any of that. Exactly. <laughs> I just wanna watch my my favorite people beat each other up. <laughs> Is that so much to ask? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Thank you. Glad we're on the same page. Oh yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> So, um, what is your, like, so wrestling, you're going on road trips, especially because you're, you're driving all over the place. Yeah. What is your go-to like road music? Oh, so we listen to, we actually listen to podcasts a lot on the road rather than music, but when the music goes on, it tends to be musicals. So it'll be like Hamilton got played a lot <laughs> i love musicals <laughs> yeah. um yeah so sid got really really like i love hamilton it's the soundtrack's great and i know it's there's i know there's issues with it for various reasons but it's very well performed um and like it's got a lot of unique aspects to it it's really good cool piece of art and it's really fun um, I, I learned a lot. I learned most of my knowledge about U.S. history from Hamilton. <laughs> um, and Sid, bad. yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> it happened exactly like that, right? Yes, precisely. <laughs> Complete with all of the dance numbers. Exactly. Those are historically accurate. Yeah, George Washington walked in, they were all like, yeah, let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Sid got, Sid got so um, obsessed with Hamilton that he started just playing the the backing, like just the, uh, the just the music, the, I can't remember how, like the word for it, but without the lyrics. Um, and this, and that was on and on and on and on. <laughs> He's very, you can see it very well, but um, we've gone back so, to, we've mixed it with enough things that Hamilton's back, back in the rotation. He's not bored himself. <laughs> um, so I was like, so Sid does like Hamilton karaoke? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we 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 do it. <laughs> um, Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, we would we both love karaoke. One of the um, it wasn't really a date, but when we were when we, it was for various social activities in the UK. Like we went out as a group with wrestlers, and we um, we did a lot of duets. And it was very cute, and he also Aww. did limp biscuit rolling. <laughs> and uh, uh, we had some Moana in there, and he does a very good the uh, Maui Maui impression. So. <laughs> um, and we sang that song from Frozen with the sandwiches. Love is an open door. We sang that one. It was very, it was so cute. We've we've done karaoke as well as that, but we both enjoy singing a lot. So. Um, yeah, that's kind of what the the music that goes on is. That and I'm a bit obsessed with the Evan Hansen soundtrack. So I haven't seen I haven't seen the movie version yet, but haven't heard amazing things. Yeah. I haven't seen it either and I haven't like I'm kind of like uh, I, I don't know. know if I... I, yeah. I kind of want to see it because I do like the soundtrack a lot. But I heard it is it is basically the producer or director is the Broadway uh, Evan Hansen's dad, and it's a bit, it's like a vanity project kind of thing. So I think yeah. that explains why it's maybe not up to the standard that people would like it to be. Yeah. So what, what podcast do you listen to? Um, my favorite murder is is the the big podcast i think there's something about like the so it was a lot less terrifying to listen to it in the uk because all of the murders were happening in the us in the in the podcast so it was like oh you know that's far away and not relevant to my life at all and then suddenly you'll be like <laughs> suddenly they're talking about the things you know or like behaviors that you're used to and using american words and you're like oh yes like i do know what a laundromat is now like <laughs> um Aww. and but i think there's something about like the the low level like anxiety of a murder podcast that's like good for keeping me awake when we're driving back at 4am I'm like I can't go to sleep there's the thinking about this horrible murder <laughs> you get like invested in it you want to see what happens yeah I hate the unsolved ones so much right like, why are you telling means... me if you don't know the answer <laughs> that means that person's still out there and yeah. could potentially kill me yeah exactly like I'm probably very far away from them and have they have no motivation to kill me specifically, but it is possible. So I mean 
The world is a screwed up, messed up place. It so, like, the thing though, like, I know just from like the fact that I'm a, a little bit, a little bit obsessed with like the UK in general. Um, I it's it's a thing. <laughs> I I don't know what to tell you. It, it's Doctor Who did it to you. It's it's Doctor Who. It's Sherlock. It's Benedict Cumberbatch. It's Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> like. The most UK names as well. (laughs) It's like Hugh Laurie. It's like, what am I doing Mm -hmm. here? Like, nonetheless, (laughs) I know that like over there, it's very like distance is very like, it's not like it is over here. No, no, I think because like there's not, it's not that big. Yeah, it's kind of here. Like there's there's a lot more distance between the bigger cities. I think is, is. there's obviously a lot fewer cities in the UK, but the idea, for example, that we would drive 10, 11 hours to maybe 12 to Alabama, like you couldn't even, I don't think you could drive between two promotions in the UK and it'd be that long. Like you've, you've probably gone to the furthest south one and the furthest north one and that's like the extent, that's the furthest you could go. Whereas like you haven't even talked about Texas or over the other coast or whatever you know there's so much further to to um travel here it's it's just yeah so so much bigger so much more open space here have you, you haven't been to the UK then I presume you want to go <laughs> yes <laughs> very much so we're we're planning to go back and visit family in December. So just put you in the suitcase. <laughs> I was like, like, just fold me up, dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Let's go. Never coming back. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just pop out of like some like storage trunk and just like start living my life. <laughs> just carry on. What happened to the podcast, Val? Uh, I'm British now. Well, Can't stop me. We just have to do it at a different time. Now three. that I'm located in the UK. It's like, it's like 3 a.m. there now, so. Crazy. Yeah. Time we'll, we'll adapt. It's fine. Adapt, survive. <laughs> so my other question then is like, what other musicals do you like? Oh, um, I like Wicked. Wicked's a good musical. Um... The Lion King, I was one of the first musicals that I saw. So and I saw it in London. It was very cool. Um, I was a bit obsessed with high school musical <laughs> series for a while. Not sure if that counts, but it kind of does. I mean, technically. Yeah. <laughs> me and my, um, me and my, have you ever played the SingStar games? No. They're like karaoke games. Um, they were on place. I, they, they might still make them, but they're on PlayStation. My, my one of my best friends and I, we just get home from. We would go to my house from after school every day and just play it for hours and hours on end. And they had like a high school musical one, <laughs> but we just ended up getting worse. We'd also do like choreographed dance routines to various songs together too. So it was fun. Is there any like video proof of these things? I will have to ask her. There's, we used to, she would, she would always want to do the singing. Like, 
so even though we could we both sing if we were playing sing star if we were doing a performance she had to do the singing and i had to do mm. the dance routine so mm. uh, yeah exactly mm. Mm. <laughs> um, so they were usually oh, at her house so yeah mm. somebody wanted to be the star of the show she did look who is that <laughs> right <laughs> um, the star of this show yeah. no she's great she's she's a she's a teacher now so she doesn't she will not be up at 3 a.m on a school night <laughs> good i mean if she is though i'm call, i'm gonna call her out right. <laughs> jessica stop taking the spotlight <laughs> right someone's a little bit of a glory hog it's okay but it's okay i forgive you <laughs> so um one of the questions i like to ask people is like, what are your favorite road snacks? But like for you, like even more so, because I know that food is very different here than it is over there. Yeah. So what have been some of like your like best finds over here or like the things that you were most anticipating like eating? Um, I'm a fat girl, I love food, so. Yeah, I love food too. Um, I think before we came here, we had, there were, like we'd have a lot of like pretzel bites you know the like hanover's ones and the other ones the flavored ones are really good um so when we got here there was more pretzel bites and that was good so they're a good road snack um i've gone i didn't know they existed but i've gotten really obsessed with fruit snacks um i know they're just sugar but because they have the word fruit in them that's obviously healthy and it's fine <laughs> um I mean, you can find ones that are made with like real fruit juice, but that makes you feel right, better. Exactly. They, it says they have vitamin C in them, so it's good for me. It's fine. It helps um, save off scurvy. Yeah, exactly. Because that's I've got to worry about it, you know. Um, yeah, I one of the kind of we we ate a lot of Taco Bell when we first arrived. It was like the place that we'd stop at a lot. But this is this there's a theme here that basically Sid gets obsessed with things and then gets sick of them very quickly. <laughs> so Otago Bell was one of those things. But then we recently met Alex Zane, who was an AIW show, and Sid said Sid's be like, oh we need to go to Taco Bell again. <laughs> so, um, Alex Zane will do that to you. Yeah. He should have, have a sponsorship. You, he really should. Have you partaken in a Baja Blast? I actually avoid caffeine, um, so I I have tried it though, and it's nice. It's not like I, I had a friend on Facebook who I didn't I had never met, and she lives in the US, and they'd always post like with a Baja Blast all the time, and I thought it was going to be like incredible, um, but I just like it's like a good good soda, like. I, I wasn't blown away. I wasn't like, this is the best thing ever in the So you were a little let down by the Baja Blast. I was. It did not, it did not Baja not Blast up you to, away. No, it did not live up to my expectations. But there are a lot of flavors of it um, now as you go. And we did, we did, Sid does like Baja Blast. So we bought a load of cans from Jungle Gyms the other day, which is a very, very cool place. And everyone should go to Jungle Gyms, but 
what is i don't know what jungle gym is it's this institute is this like ohio institute. but you're really excited about it and i love it that. is it's like i live tweeted going jungle gyms it was that exciting um basically it's it's just it's just a giant supermarket but the front of it looks like it looks like a zoo or a fairground because they have like giant plastic animals like it like it's very decorative decorated and then they have foods from everywhere in the world so they had a uk section complete with animated robin hood fairground-esque big thing above it like it's like full of you know the moving plastic kind of animated large like animatronic like yeah yeah there's loads like of them disney all world the type yeah that's crazy um <laughs> they have they have a bar in there so you can get a get a a beer uh or another drink before you as you and walk around the store with it um they have their bathrooms the front looks like uh porter cap porter blues porter potty cabin things and then inside it's like a really fancy bathroom um yeah it's just it's it's just weird but cool and it's an experience they have a lot of good alcohol and food and yeah I mean, that sounds legit. If we had one, I would go to that for sure. Right. I don't know that that would be like my everyday shopping place, but like that would be like my like party shopping place. Like, yeah, exactly. And we went, when we even then we got to get like U- UK chocolate and stuff that, and th- things that we missed from home. So UK, UK chocolate is just a little bit superior to US it chocolate. Is. And I would die on that hill. <laughs> it is. I don't think anyone that, I don't think anyone should think otherwise but you know unless they just like bad chocolate <laughs> i mean dare but like i've definitely ordered flake bars from amazon yes so. flakes flakes are so good crunchies oh. are really good if you have crunchy it's the honeycomb I, one. Oh no i haven't i haven't okay. tried that one yeah. um, i have to like get some and just sell them away for the day i meet val <laughs> that would be adorable <laughs> but no I'm like I, t- I told you I'm kind of like just a little bit obsessed with the UK but like for a while I was on like a like a like a worldly snack binge and so I was like just getting things from everywhere and like the flake bars I was like these are lit y'all <laughs> I was yeah, all about that flake bar <laughs> um so is it you so normally I ask people like who your wrestle buddy is, but I think your wrestle buddy is for better or worse, Sid. <laughs> yeah. I think Lena Lennox is one of the people, like the South Ohio people kind of got close to you because we have had quite a lot of bookings down there. Um Lena Lennox is very we've done like some drives down with her to Alabama and things like that. So she's someone that outside of Sid I've spent a lot of time with um as well as as Kat as someone who she's spent a lot of time visiting and things as well so it's been there's a few people but yeah Sid's the person that kind of go everywhere with (laughs) so what has been your favorite city to wrestle in in the U.S. so far you said you went down to Alabama so I assume you were at New South yeah, so we were at New South and the Belladonna division uh, and um, the promotions that run out of gags then. Um, 
Alabama, crowd-wise, Alabama was great. They are so enthusiastic and, and so involved in the um, the wrestling. And I think at Alabama and at Bella, in the Belladonna division, we've been given a lot of time to get ourselves over, talk to the crowd, uh, interact with them outside of just kind of appearing for a match and then disappearing. So that's been something that's been really fun because, you know, when you get the opportunity to do that, you just get much stronger response from the crowd. Um, when you do have the matches, I'm thinking whether you spend, you spend so much time driving to the place and then you do your match and you leave. So it's like, haven't really gotten to, to see the cities very much outside of, of wrestling in them. Um, but yeah, crowd-wise, Alabama, Alabama takes it just for their sheer enthusiasm. That's awesome that like you, again, like made your way down there. Like it's so like you like you guys like hustle like. <laughs> yeah, like it's a lot of hours. It's a lot of driving, and I don't know the geography of the US that well, so it'll be like. I'm like, yeah, we can totally do Indiana one day and then West Virginia the next day. That's fine. They're like next to each other, right? No, no, Eden, they're not next to each other. No, they're like 10 hours apart and you have to drive it all. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, we just, I think the best thing you can do when in wrestling apart from just getting training and making sure you're getting better every time is just get in front of as many people as you can and that's really what I've been trying to do here and what we've been trying to do is just take the opportunities to get out there and it means yeah I'm driving a lot putting miles on the car sleeping in the car sometimes um spending an entirety of my weekend back to front doing wrestling stuff to go straight back into my job which is not really a nine to five it's a very involved job but it's the only way that you can get yourself out there and the more people that you rest in front of the better of an idea you'll get about how to do it and how to be a good wrestler i think you can get into a routine when you have the same crowd every time they already know you they already have an opinion about you they're already you're already over right so it's easy to just get into that routine of yeah this is i go out i'll do my usual thing and they already know me they already like me they know my shtick so they'll react to it but you learn the most when you have to go out in front of a new crowd for the first time um and so just keep doing that as the, the plan. So what is your favorite move to take and what is your favorite move to give? So Sid does this blue thunderbomb, which is like you get spinned around and then you go into a power bomb. And the spinny bit is really fun. <laughs> power bombs, <laughs> power bombs are not fun to take, but the spinny bit makes it worth it. So yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I can fly. And they're like, oh, ah. and you're like, nope, gravity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think um, 
that's that's a that's a fun one in terms of that i like i've been doing the electric chair recently which is fun for me to drop people from that high um but my favorite move to give probably at the moment is my i have a half and half suplex half and half german um just go look <laughs> yeet away from my head so. you say that when you do it i should i say it internally you should, should just you scream should, it you really should say it externally <laughs> i will i'll try for i'll try I'll, I'll get a bit in the zone so i can understand that you have to focus on you know not hurting yourself or your opponent yeah so exactly there's a lot going on <laughs> do you have any like pre-match rituals um honestly no um i my my meds make me kind of not actually so pre-match ritual yes but not just right pre-matches show day mornings is duncan before we driving another six hours and because I can't really eat during the day that much. So um, just so basically I just like have really I have as much food as possible earlier on <laughs> to, to stock up. And um, yeah, pretty much get the same thing every time. So I'm obsessed with their maple bacon sandwich things. Uh, bacon is legit. Yeah, it's maple bacon. So it's really good. It's really good. Um, yeah, I want one now, but it's not the morning, so I'll wait. There is a 24 hour dunk in here, though, so. What? Yeah. I'm obsessed with Duncan, so they should. I should make that my gimmick, and then they can give me free Duncan. I mean, you absolutely could. Are you yeah. like a coffee person? Yeah, like, although I don't have coffee, or are you like I a love tea the person? I, I, I used to be a tea person. So I used to be like obsessed with tea and then I had like five teapots and I had like the loose leaf because in the UK most tea is tea bags and most tea is English breakfast tea. Um, but I would buy loads of different loose leaf teas, white teas, green teas, teas with various bits of flour and spices then. Um, but when I stopped having caffeine it's actually really difficult to find any interesting teas like the same the same teas that I wanted to get like none of them were decaffeinated like white teas don't have caffeine in but a lot of like the green teas and the exciting ones that had all the different flavors in I couldn't get anymore so I transitioned to coffee because you can have like all the syrups and the milks and the things and it's really easy to get decaf coffee pretty much you just can get everything normal coffee wise but decaf so yeah um so coffee so what's your typical duncan coffee order uh i get a ice decaf latte with skim milk and with french vanilla swirl and blueberry flavor shots oh. yeah it's just like a blueberry vanilla iced latte see everyone everyone always has like their standard go-to order yeah. for for coffee people that are coffee people yeah i am not a coffee people but are you a tea I people? No, I don't. I don't like you either. Really? Drinks. No, I really don't. 
Yeah, my sister doesn't like And I don't like, like the taste of it either. Yeah. My sister doesn't like hot drinks. She, she, yeah, not a fan. So she'd relate to that. I think, I don't know, I'm obsessed with the flavor. I love the flavor of coffee. I love the smell of coffee. I like the smell of coffee. I just don't want it anywhere near my mouth. My mouth yeah. <laughs> it just tastes like bitter. And I just, I, like, it just doesn't do anything for me at all. Yeah. And and I don't like hot beverages. I just I don't like soup either because it's a, a hot oh. meaty beverage. Oh. That is interesting. <laughs> Soup's great. I love soup. My mum makes a really good soup. <laughs> I mean, you can have all of the soup that your little heart desires. <laughs> I will abstain from soup related activities. I think should you, have you ever had like a cold soup? Yeah, I'm just not. I, I like first off, like a. I don't really like hot liquids. I don't want to fish around in like meat or vegetable juice for like a piece of food I want to actually eat. And I really just don't want to like drink my meal. It's just nothing. Yeah. No, does nothing for me. It's all about dipping the bread in the soup, though. Well, then it's not really functioning as a soup. It's functioning as a dipping sauce. Yeah. Be like and dipping like, sauces. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> right? See, that's the other thing. Yeah. Like, I like barbecue sauce and like teriyaki mm-hmm. sauce and marinara sauce, but like that's the extent of my saucing. Wow. I know, I'm weird. Yeah. We all have our things. Mine yeah. is that I'm a we weird like barbecue eater. sauce. Yeah. Have you been to Mission Barbecue? I think it's just in Ohio thing, actually. I, no, I, I haven't. I don't think that we have those here. Uh, See, we once went in one, right? We'd never been before. It was like, we went in at like five to, five to 12. So nearly midday. Uh, clock strikes 12, not literally because there wasn't a big clock there, but like it was 12. And suddenly like the national anthem comes over the, the speakers. Everyone stands up like this. And we're like a few weeks into being in the US. And I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That I really want my family. Yeah, I really want to bring my family here and not tell them and just have them experience it because <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> that's great. Like that's yeah, I would be terrified. I'd be like, what in the hell is going on? I think that's like Do you two... want me to do this? Like <laughs> Right, right. The, everyone the, the the customers, the staff, they're all singing with the hand on this and we're like, I'm not I'm not joining in, okay? I might know your national anthem because I like songs, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not from here. <laughs> I'm not from here. Just like, it's like, no, look, like, especially like, I'm yeah, not get from the here card. <laughs> like, also known as a password. Yeah. 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 Right. No, no. I just, you need a card just so that I'm not from here. And then you just, just flash it. it. Yeah. 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 It works for a lot of things, actually. Any, any sort of social pressure situation. I hate your like any weird like getting pulled over while you're driving like no 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 yeah no that did that that happens to me for the first time today you got pulled over today yeah no 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 like recently yeah um i've never been pulled over in the uk um it's more common here i think partly because you don't have traffic cameras as much so you try and catch people speeding whereas in the uk there's just cameras everywhere so they don't bother stopping and on for speeding really because you'll pass a camera in the next few minutes 
and then we'll get a ticket for that but um yeah basically it was like it was really it was really like late or early it was like three or four a.m we were coming back just from dates in south ohio but we'd set off late um and got some food on the way back and i'd actually left my my wallet like my purse i realized as we were like three out four hours on the way back uh and then i get we get pulled over and was apparently I'd, the streets are deserted apparently i pulled into the turning lane slightly too early and got stopped for that so, so i'm sorry because you just turned into a robot and now you're frozen <laughs> oh and, and i'm hoping that it's fixing itself um it's like a flip book <laughs> Let me just see. Hopefully it works network. itself out here in a second. But yep, yep, yep. We're kind of good now. We're good now. Okay. So you yeah. got pulled over because you had entered a turn lane too early. Is that? Yes. So um, fun fact, uh, welcome to the U.S., but also, uh, <laughs> oh, are you still there? Because I think you froze up on me again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep, sorry. Okay. I was like, I don't want to lose you. Um, a lot of times, like, you'll get pulled over, especially if it's late at night like that. They'll pull you over for some, like, minor, like, BS thing to see if you're, like, drunk and driving. So that would be my guess as to yeah. why that's occurred. Um, I got pulled over because I went over the center line at one point. I don't really think I did. I'll be honest about it. But I was jamming to the Backstreet Boys, and I couldn't tell you one way or another if I did or not. Right, like you just can't keep track. Right, and I'm like, come on now. Plus, I don't drink or, or do drugs or, or anything. I'm a nerd. Right. And so I'm like, no. Like, have you had anything to drink? And I was like, no. And they're like, have you had anything else? And I'm like, no. Thanks, but no. <laughs> not that I have a problem with people that do any, any of those things. I just, just don't do um, so have you had other than, other than getting pulled over for some BS, um, do you have any other really good road stories? Yeah, there's one, which is basically when I was driving down to Alabama this time without, is the connection still? Yeah, I can't, like your, your audio's coming through fine. Your video's just a choppy mess. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Oh, I lost it all together. I hope Eden comes back. In the meantime, hello. How's chat going? That's not the first time I've had a hot, meaty beverage. That's probably fair. To answer your question, Val, the, the chat is going well. Good, good, uh, good. Eden just signed out of the Zoom here, so I will have to let her, let, let them back in when they attempt to come back in. So we will get everything going, hopefully in a little bit. Awesome. Awesome. So, I'm just reading the chat. Bear with us. 
we do have a couple of questions from chat. We of course have the lightning round because you because you guys talked about chocolate. I had to change a question. Damn you. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Eden is back. Let's see how this works. Sippy sit. Hello. Pigeon, Pigeon Dr. Von England. Hello, I can hear you now. Okay, hey. I hmm? I can hear you. Your photo, like, there's no video. I just have, like, a picture of you. Nice. Um, let me just... Um, we do have a, uh, like, a nameplate in the Twitch thing, if that helps you. Um, sorry, just... hmm. yeah, it's the, someone might just phone out because the internet fell down. Oh no. Yeah. I've kept um. you too long. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I just can't work out how to get the camera back on, on my phone, but. Yes. Um, basically, the story involved involved getting locked out of my car on a on the road. Oh no! So, yeah. Um, this phone's too new. I don't know how to do anything on it. I'm not sure if I can get the video back. Well, um, we can just go as we are. Um, yeah. These things happen. Oh. Oh, almost had ya. Um, <laughs> we'll just we'll just go as we're going. Um, if you can figure it out, awesome. If not, fine too. Sweet. We'll just do what we do. Um. So, uh, you got locked out of your car, like, like whilst traveling. Eden? Oh, I think we've lost them. Well, oh, hold on. Oh, Eden oh, is Eden's coming trying back. to come back in again. Let's see how this works. There we go. Hello. Awesome. Welcome back. Hi. <laughs> we had we had an intermission as it sometimes we did. occurs. <laughs> Fine. I'm for it. Um, so you got locked out of your vehicle whilst traveling? Yes, yeah, so I hadn't had the car that long and I, I stopped to pick up um Skylar. I was riding with Skylar Orion and Harley Fairfax. I stopped to uh, Harley Fairfax's to pick them up and I managed to lock my keys in the boot of the car. At which point 
I was like three hours, four hours from my, my, from home. And I was like, I thought I'd, and we had to go all the way to Alabama. I was like, this is going to be dreadful. I don't know what to do about this. Um, which point Harley is like, don't judge me. <laughs> she goes inside and she comes out with a full like break-in kit for the car and manages, manages to break into my car with it. And I was like, you're the best. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah. If you need to skills. get into a car, Harley has the skills. Important person to have with you on the road then, in, you know, yeah. in the future. Makes, makes themselves worthy of the car, car load. Exactly. Exactly. They have to do a lot less of the driving now. <laughs> <laughs> just comes out. I, like, I can't even imagine. Like, like just, oh, no big deal. I was like, what? What? What's she going to do? Like, <laughs> she, didn't, she wasn't like, I've got something good. No, she was just like, don't judge me. And then disappears. <laughs> like, what's going to happen? <laughs> that's that's fantastic to just like come in like rescue you like that yeah that's the best and we got on our merry way right so what is like because you know you told me like musicals what other music do you like and then what would be the most surprising song that you have on a playlist the one thing that people would look at you and be like I don't think that they would like that, but here we are. Um, so what? So first, is what other kinds of music do I like? I um, I like um, alt- alternative rock, punk stuff. Um, I was very much like a Linkin Park and uh, Paramore teenager. Um, so they were kind of my my go to bands. Um, in terms of surprising songs, um, it'd probably be probably be, be something that I've 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 sung a lot from SingStar, so I know all the words to, but it's like not in my genre because we're just playing all the songs. So like, "Build Me Up Buttercup" is a song that I used to sing loads <laughs> in a Scottish accent with my <laughs> friend, um, but. Has, would, would not be something that I would just naturally gravitate towards. Fair enough. Um, if you had an action figure of yourself, but it was like one of the ones that talked, what three phrases would you want it to say? And then what accessories would it come with? Oh my goodness. Okay, that's a good question. Okay, it needs to have the hockey stick. Like obvious accessory. Um, it needs to have a headband accessory. Um, it needs to have, I feel like I need a science accessory, but that would just be my laptop, which isn't a very exciting accessory, but is what I do all my science on. So maybe just a flag. There you go. I've got a British flag in there. Um, catchphrases would be. I'm very bad at re- noticing what I say that's different from anyone else. Be like, should be very generic. I mean, you could create your own catchphrases. That's true. I could. I could create my create new ones. 
be like, there'd be, there'd be a shut up in there because I like telling people to shut up. Um, there'd be, uh, <laughs> I'd have like something stupid like for Britain or something ridiculous. <laughs> um, and then, and then I'd have my own, like, instead of like DMD, I'd have like PhD, like, I'd be like, P-H-D. <laughs> um, have, you ever, have you ever gotten, like, a dumb, like, USA chant at a show? Yes, every show. Every single every show. Every show? Yeah. And then I go, UK, UK. Which <laughs> <laughs> is not a chant that anyone ever does outside of me. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want your action figure to say that then? It would. That would, that would be a great one. <laughs> come at all those usa chants yes (laughs) on every show every show without every show that's crazy you need you need to see it yeah i think that is i think that is the absolute corniest chant in wrestling like people like don't like you know both these guys or fight forever no 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 the dumbest one is the usa chant that's by far the stupidest chant in wrestling. And I love it in Alabama. To the surprise of nobody. <laughs> so that's a hill I'll die on. Is USA is the corniest chant in wrestling. Um, other than your gear and your phone, what do you not leave for a wrestle trip without? Like, what do you have to take with you? Other than your gear and your phone. Yeah, I have to take, um, so I have to take a blanket, a little fluffy blanket, because sometimes you need enough car. Um, and I always have to take uh, some snacks, but that's usually the fruit snacks. So, do you have a specific type of fruit snack that you prefer? There's the Halloween ones at the moment, and they're my favorite because they're left little pumpkin shaped. What brand are they? They're um the oh my goodness. Let me see. If you don't know, it's not like a big deal, but I'm just kind of curious. I I love fruit snacks. I'm a big like um fruit by the foot or a gushers gal. Okay, nice. No, it's not one of those. It's like is it Welch's? Okay, those are good. Those are fire. Yeah, they have uh yeah the, the Welch's fruit snacks have Halloween version at the moment. Nice. After like I'll I will look for those. I think the Welch's ones are the ones with like the actual like yeah six like, percent fruit juice or something. Right, so right, exactly. those are the healthy ones. Fruit juice. Yeah. <laughs> you get like like just a, a tiny drip in each fruit snack, but knowing the <laughs> I've sales, seen fruit before, so <laughs> it was packaged next to a fruit, so I think it right. counts exactly. So what's the weirdest you request you've gotten from a fan as a wrestler? Hmm. Um, so you, there's obviously a lot of very, very weird, weird requests that are, you know, it's late, late on this channel right now, but you know, there's some, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's it, it, some very strange ones. Um, some fans, I've signed I've signed someone's uh, someone's face before. 
Um, that was that was a bit weird. Um, hmm. Sometimes they want to pick me up. That's also interesting. But Ugh. yeah, <laughs> Ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, fans are interesting. <laughs> Have you noticed the difference between like UK fans and US fans? Like. Um, yeah, the, the UK ones, like the US ones are more like, they'll say anything. They're very, like, they're more, they're less, I guess, British people are very polite, like, or reserved. So I guess you see that, especially in wrestling. So even though they'll sh shout chants and stuff, people in the UK are like, less likely to ask for weird stuff, especially in person. <laughs> so what wrestling word do you use most outside of wrestling well um probably like pop so like yeah that that popped me or oh like that's pro probably that or uh yeah that one popped is what? mine too nice my i'm always what? like oh that popped me but i hear gimmick yeah. a lot a lot of people use gimmick, bring me the gimmick, throw that gimmick over there. Yeah. Like, gimmick is a word for everything. I get that one a lot. Yeah, good. Oh. Sometimes you say blew the, blew the spot. I'm sorry, yeah. what was that? If you've messed something up, sometimes you'll say, oh, you blew the spot. So <laughs> oh, <like>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, because, like, every time I ask people that, they're always they always have a word is the thing there's nobody that's like i don't use wrestling words outside yeah, of yeah. wrestling if you tell me that i know it. you're lying you just don't right. realize you're doing it yeah we use it so much it's like part of our vocabulary so it just makes sense to say outside wrestling too like i'm not a wrestler very clearly but um i've like I said, I've been involved in my local scene and going to my local shows since like 2012. And all my friends are either in wrestling as wrestlers or wrestling related people. Yeah. And it's like, even like I picked up on it and I use them all the time. So I know that all you do too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's especially because of said like, just means the person that we're around all the time is a wrestler as well. So it's, um, yeah, we probably do it more than most people. <laughs> I think my housemate who's never watched, like while I was housemate in the UK, she I, she's like never watched wrestling ever. And she still would like pick up on the words because we've used them so much in the house. <laughs> See, it just, it just spreads like wildfire and but, you just can't control it. It just yeah, takes just over your vocabulary. Talks. Soon everyone will be using <laughs> your your fellow scientists will be telling you to pass on the gimmick or <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't quite like infiltrated them with the language yet. I'm a bit of a minority there, so yeah. We'll try. We'll, we'll work on it. <laughs> we'll get it over. <laughs> so outside of wrestling, um, we kind of talked about this, but we talked about you are into musicals and your super science and you like books. Is there anything else like that you're into that we haven't touched on yet? Um, 
Like anything weird or different? Um, yeah, we talked about true crime podcasts. I um, I used to play the French horn. I don't anymore. That was that was pretty cool. I think I kind of. Oh yeah, I mean I like playing D and D. Haven't played too many games yet, but I, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts about it, and now been starting doing some games with people from work. So nice. I played the French horn in sixth and seventh grade. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, no. I like it's such, a, it's such a random <laughs> instrument. Right? Yeah. How funny. I was like, you said French horn, I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrible, but I played it nonetheless. Do you, do you miss just blowing out the spit out of the bottom? Of that was like, that was always like a really satisfying part is like, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> that's awesome like that's so cool i feel like if i picked it up again i would not oh i would be so sad about how little i could (laughs) yeah i would be pretty pretty terrible to say the least like i quit because i ended up like because i was terrible but also because i had braces and it just didn't really work very well together um but yeah no i if i tried to play French horn again, it would just, it would be a nightmare. It would just be so bad. <laughs> we should do it one time. Just somehow both get a French horn and do a duet on the podcast. <laughs> Special Twitch music, edi- music edition where yeah. we play the French horn terribly together. <laughs> yeah. I want me to see it. So what would you tell, like, if you could go back in time, like, what would you tell a 10-year-old version of yourself? I would, I would say that, like, I would, I would tell myself not to worry as much about what other people think. Um... I think I spent I've spent a lot of time in my life worrying about people's opinions of me, but also just about worrying more about their experience of life than my than my own experience. Like focusing on other people's um, happiness or enjoyment of things, and not my own. And I think I would just say, yeah, it's not it's not selfish to to think about yourself. Um, those are two different concepts that I didn't understand at the time. <laughs> um, self-care was not a part of my my understanding. So uh, yeah, that and that and just just tell myself to yeah. I mean, I've always been someone that doesn't give up and keeps going at things, but I would just you know say that that's tell myself that that is that's a good good way to go about things. So. Um... Have a couple more random questions for me and then we have chuck with the lightning round nice which i'm sure you will just absolutely love <laughs> and then and then we'll wrap up but um awesome. so um i'm on twitter a lot i'm very twitter active um one of the things i do is um we have twitter spaces i don't know if you've investigated the twitter spaces at all they're um, usually essentially... I'm like in the gym and i have no headphones but yeah i went i did the I listened in on some of the Restless Court ones that um, Shig and that were doing, which are amazing. But I haven't really listened to many of the other ones. 
so um i have i've kind of made friends like there's like a group of probably about 30 of us that like kind of are like our space crew and so the reason why i bring it all up is because this is kind of a shout out to my space crew because this is a space question um what is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight with just your hands no weapons and oh, you can it's pretend good. it's attacking you so it's like it's it's like it's like you have to think that's a good question um maybe like a capybara <laughs> they're quite small they're not like a big one okay you said a capybara mm. aren't aren't they cute as heck yes <laughs> which is why i would be able to fight it now i i could fight something bigger just I can't think of many mid-ranged animals. It's like an elephant is obviously too big. I feel like a lion. It's a bit too scary, you know. A bit like too sharp in the mouth area. Yeah. So it has to be. It probably has to be some kind of bear. So may I may I suggest a sun bear, which yes. is a bear, but it's kind of yes. a smaller bear. Yeah, I've I've seen a sun bear before. They're I my favorite bear. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Good shot. Like, yeah, you wouldn't want to take like a grizzly or like a polar no. bear. Even big. a panda bear's quite. Yeah, panda bears are lazy though. Like no, they're pretty docile. But yeah, no. All right. Glad we worked that out. Um. So you had pancakes earlier um i want i'll just give a shout out to sid thank you for making the pancakes and for bringing the syrup and not letting eden languish in the syrupless land yeah but how do you normally take your pancakes with syrup um i do like syrup and butter but i don't usually have butter around to have them i do like i i, I hops chocolate pancakes the double chocolate ones are really good. But I did recently have some where I was like, oh, these are kind of squishy in the middle. I was like, oh no, this is just uncooked batter. Like <laughs> they just made them so big. They were like, they were really, really big, but like because they were so big, they weren't cooked properly. And I was oh. like, oh my god, no. This, this is, is not multi-chocolate. <laughs> but yes, double chocolate pancakes. Hell yeah. And then, so like, I'm going to set a scene for you. Um, just go on the journey with me. And then we'll go to the lightning round. And then we'll talk about your upcoming shows. And then we'll take questions from the chat. But for, for now, like, mentally prepare yourself for this. I'm going to set the scene. Okay. You're, you're hungry. Are you there? Let me know you're there. Okay. So, so you're hungry. You want something sweet to eat. Mm -hmm. You're like, you go to the store and you're like looking around, yeah. maybe it's that jungle place, I don't know. And yes. um, you you go to the cookie aisle and you're like, you're right, yeah. I do want cookies. And not only do you want cookies, no, 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 you want America's favorite cookie, which is indeed the Oreo. Yeah. So you go to the Oreos and there's like a bazillion different flavors now, life's crazy. But you're like, no, 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 I just want like a regular like chocolate, chocolate cookie white cream middle oreo nothing nothing fancy for me today but you have choices still right because you can get like a thin or you can get like a single stuff 
or you can get like a double stuff. So like, which one double are you stuff. going for? Double, double stuff. stuff. Yeah. That is the unofficial correct answer to the question. <laughs> yeah, always got a double stuff. Right. Who doesn't want more stuff? Right. Um. So what upcoming shows do you have? I know you probably have. I know you said you have something this weekend. Yeah, so this weekend, um, we've got War in Lima on Saturday. We've got Owls in Detroit on Sunday. And then next weekend, I've got the Paradigm Show, which you have sponsored, um, and my fight against Shay McCoy, which is going to be really great. I think we've got a lot to throw at each other. So, yeah. So um, going to be a huge variety tag match there. Uh, Eden Holcroft Tennis coming out to play on the Sunday, and then the UFIest of UFI fights. We've got the real scrappy, hard hitting stuff with Shay. So I know Shay's been uh, doing some sort of more hardcore matches lately. So I think uh, they'll be very ready for for the fight. It's going to be intense. I'm very excited. I was like when that match got announced, like we were like all of us were really stoked. So very excited can't wait to watch it like so stoked i'm i'm now torn because i i love you both but <laughs> i'm just i just want you guys to have a good match where you each do your best and don't get seriously injured and have a good time yeah and yes. i think i think we'll yeah put out all the stops and really uh use that opportunity to show each other what we can what we can do so um chuck are wow. you there brilliant i am did here. you unmute yourself so that everybody can hear you i, I did of course I um did. why were you making fun of me in chat with how long it takes me to get to the question i'm sorry i like to <laughs> i like to i like to set i like to set the scene i like to give the the whole backstory <laughs> I don't just like to pop the question. <laughs> I know. I know. I've got to be in the moment, otherwise I can't answer the question properly. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Do you? Because you were talking smack about me in chat. <laughs> I, I, I will talk, I, and I will continue to talk smack when it comes to when it comes to that question. But at least it was answered correctly, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Okay. Okay, so the, the the first thing I have to say is this Sun Bear. I had to Google this thing because I never even I never saw it before. Man, this is the freakiest looking bear in the entire it's world. It's the best looking. It's the cutest bear. It's like it's 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 tiny, not tiny wait, tiny. So, uh, so I think wait, let me see Sun Bear. And it's chest. It's chest like the the marking of like the hit like the half circle of yeah. like the sun looks cool but it looks so weird like i saw a picture of it standing up it almost looked like it was like a, a a cobra with its like chest like flattened and its little paws that look like sloth hands oh man it was weird weird why, I, I don't like why I don't are you like. hating on the sunbird chuckles i don't like no you just are gonna make me want to go to our zoo because we have some bears at our zoo here and they're like one of my favorite things so don't make me go to the zoo and take a thousand pictures of the sun bears and send them to you because don't act like I won't do it. I, I have Monday off. I got I nothing know. but time. Damn. But apparently capybaras can weigh more than sun bears, so. Ooh. Oh, wow. Maybe. They don't have 
claws though. No. Yeah. Capybaras are cool. They have them at one of the local zoo places uh, here where I live that. in Central PA. But anyway, anyway. I, I digress. For, first off, uh, Val, uh, Vi says hello. V. V. Okay, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Nope, you're fine. But first two questions are from V. Uh, so, Eden, the first one is, if you were in a match where the stipulation was the finish had to be a top rope move, okay. what are you going with? Uh, frog Slash. So I do actually hit that sometimes. So that's my go-to top rope move. Nice. The second question from V is, who is someone that you haven't wrestled yet that you'd like to? So putting Shay aside, because uh, they're coming up soon, um, someone I haven't wrestled that I would really like to wrestle sometime soon is um, Becca, you know, scrunchy, scrunchy ah, Becca. Yeah. <laughs> Becca's been on the stack also. <laughs> um, there's there's people in AEW who are like Penelope Ford I met back in the UK. Um, she actually gave me some few pointers from a show. Um, and this is back when Sid and I were making out on our entrances. So they, we saw some of the same stuff that Sid and I were doing. Um, they used in their, their wedding stuff and their, their couple things they were doing. Um, so it was fun. But yeah, I'd really, I'd really like to wrestle her, just kind of bring it back around and show her where I've gotten to since she first saw my stuff. So AEW, I know you're listening. Let's set up. We already tweeted out we want the doctor versus doctor match. <laughs> so let's get this one booked as well, AEW. Come on. Okay. One of our regulars, Vic, question is, who are some of your favorite UK wrestlers? Oh. Um, so I think there's a few people who are doing a lot for the scene right now. Um, Dean Olmark is incredibly talented technical wrestler. He's um, incredibly creative with his moves, so from a technical side. I really appreciate his work. Um, the on the like women's scene side of stuff, um, Lizzie Evo is doing some really cool stuff all over the country at the moment. She's doing really well. The pro, the whole progress women's division is doing really, really like there's a lot of um, people coming up there right now. I know. Um, her, her old name is Bobby Tyler, but Stevie, she's in NXT UK at the moment. Um, it's really cool to see her. She came up through my training school um, a few couple of years ahead of me. She went over to Japan and now she's in NXT. Um, and she's she's doing really well for herself. Um, yeah, sorry, there's so many of the women that I could, I could probably put 10, like Nina Samuels um, is doing amazing things in NXT UK. Laura DiMatteo is coming up through Progress. Sky Smithson's one of my friends. Uh, her met on the first couple of shows. Um, so yeah, there's just a ton of talent there. Um, everyone should kind of go and at least watch the Progress stuff. But there's just, it, I, it's really nice because I do speak to a lot of them still and we have training calls and things and tape studies back with a group groups from the UK. Um, so it's just really awesome to see them all doing really cool stuff on the NXT brand and the um, and Progress brands and um, especially people who I've trained with and who have been friends with for a while so yeah 
some great, great stuff there. Very cool. Everybody go follow them. If you can find them, I'm sure you can find them on Twitter. So go follow them. Uh, next up is our very own Christopher. He wants to know biggest differences from wrestling here versus uh, in Britain. So the USA chant is one thing. <laughs> <laughs> they don't chant that over there? What? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so someone asked um, about, I was on what a podcast I was listening to where someone was asking what, what we do in the UK for 4th of July. It was like, we don't. We don't we don't celebrate that believe it or not <laughs> wow um yeah but wrestling wise yeah the biggest difference is usa chance one of them and then just the distances that people are willing to travel just makes a difference to the, the wrestling culture because if you're willing to travel so many hours with people you're gonna carpool you're gonna meet a ton of different people but it's a lot more kind of cliquey there like smaller groups and local stuff just because traveling isn't as common and um it's smaller so people kind of stay on the, their local scenes a lot cool okay now i know you guys talked about music we talked i heard you talk about sing star i love karaoke i i love playing rock band and guitar hero so i i live out my my rock star dreams that way uh Vic from our chat had another question. He wants to know what your go-to karaoke song is. Oh, um, so I spent a lot of time singing Dido White Flag. It's not the go-to song of like, if I hadn't have played it so much on SingStar, but there's some songs now which I just know like back of my hand. Um, there's a few McFly songs as well that could be on there. <laughs> um, just because they're so, uh, well known but uh the um 30 seconds to mars the kill is probably one that i just like mm. getting very into uh emotionally that, that's a good song <laughs> were you an emo kid i was yes i've always had this hair oh, color yeah. so <laughs> never I'm quite emo kid <laughs> um I was like, you said Paramore and Linkin Park earlier, and I was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my Cam, uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, and lots of other bands that uh, I'll just start listening and then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last question from chat uh, comes from Old Bad Guy. And the question is what other countries would you like to wrestle in? I would love to wrestle in Japan. Um, I think people go there and they just get so like they get so much better. I just think they train really intensely there, but they just focus on the fundamentals. And I just really would love to have that learning experience. Um, and Germany is another place that I want to wrestle. Um, they have a cool scene there. There's a few WXW and people I've seen go over there and just feel like it'd be quite fun. Um, while sort of being near to the UK, that I could kind of go. If I, I want to go to to Ireland too, so that'll that'll that'll, that'll take it off right now. <laughs> Everywhere, that's the right answer, right? <laughs> that works. Works for me. Okay, that's it for questions from chat. I think I got them all. Uh, my next question is, Eden, 
are you up for the challenge of the worst spot of this entire interview, the lightning round? Yes. Christopher, cue up the intro video. Sam, first thing off the top of your head. Okay. That's it. Okay. Okay. I believe the video is done. So 10 questions. We're going to start. Here we go. Number one, salad dressing of choice. Uh, salad cream. Wait. It's a thing, it's a thing in the UK. Okay. Sour cream? No, no salad, salad cream. cream. Salad cream. Okay. Whew. Okay. I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, number two, favorite board game. Uh, Monopoly. Do you ever flex the fact that you're a doctor? Yes. Drew Carey always said Cleveland rocks. Does it really? Yes. Place in the U.S. that you really want to visit? Uh, Alaska. It's all state, but I want to and visit. That's hey, interesting choice. I would love to go to Alaska. Okay. I thought you would say Disney World. Oh. That is a close second to Alaska, apparently. <laughs> Number six. If someone sneezes more than twice, do you still say, bless you? Yes. While playing field hockey, does it annoy you that you can't use the back of your yes. stick? Yes, it does. Yes, it really does. Favorite animal? A capybara. <laughs> thing you most miss about England? My mom. And number 10, if you could have dinner with anyone, living or dead, who would it be with? Uh, my mom. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, but <laughs> um, uh, Chris Satland also. Does she, does she alien food? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? What is alien food? Ex you'd be able to tell us when you go out to dinner with her. That's it. That's 10 questions. That's a lightning round. You have passed the 10 question test. Thank you, Eden. I appreciate it. I hope you had fun. And Val, back to you. Back to me. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. It's been an absolute blast. I hope that you had as much fun as you can have, like talking to a stranger, but really <laughs> talking to your phone. Uh, yeah, but I, I feel like I I feel like I know you really well now. Uh, it's weird to be like I didn't really know you before this. So it's fun. Awesome! I'm glad that you feel that way and that you're not like, wow, this broad is weird, and I never unfollow, block on Twitter, see you never. <laughs> <laughs> At least I hope that you don't. That would be really weird now if you did that, but that's fine. If I you would. do, if you want to, it's up to you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not but, going to. But, you know, thanks for letting me know that I could if I wanted to. I mean, I'm not, I don't, if someone doesn't want to be my friend, I mean, I get it. You can't make them. You get it. You can't. You get it. You should want to be your friend. You're great. I'm okay. But thank you because you are awesome. Dr. Von England. Um, where can people find you other than like twitter instagram i don't know do you have an only fan or a tiktok i don't know what you people do um so my twitter is at eden underscore b underscore e my instagram is at eden dot wrestler i have a patreon which is patreon.com slash eden von england 
That's E-N-G-E-L-A-N-D. We've put an extra E in the middle, not like the country name. There. You really have to, I mean, you really want to differentiate yourself. I get it. It's the Dutch spelling, so. That's fair. So make sure to find Eden at all of the places you can find Eden and follow them on all of them because it's important because if they're doing this much after only being here for like the entire time it takes to have a baby, then you know that, <laughs> that it's, they're only going to get bigger and better and be more places and it only makes sense to get in early so you can be like, oh yeah, no, I've been following them for like two years already. Like, use it for bragging rights if nothing else. But this has been The Stack. I'm Belle Pancakes. And this has been The Hockey Hitman, Eden Von England. Be sure to check them out um, on Paradigms as the rush comes. And that is streaming live on IWTV on October 15th as Eden takes on fellow hockey human and friend of the stack and the bald monkey, Shay McCoy. And make sure to, again, follow them on all of their socials. Thank you, Eden, for hanging out with me tonight. And thank you, people in chat, for hanging out. And to anybody that's listening to this in the future, thank you for listening. Have a good night. Thank you.